Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Before we get started, I want to let you know this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We'll talk about them more later in the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Marriage Be Hard podcast. I am Melissa. I'm Kevin. And on this podcast, which was spawned from our New York Times bestseller book by the same name, Marriage Be Hard, and, and uh, we talk about love, relationships, and all of the things. We talk to um, some of our favorite couples and people that we've known or have known or just met, okay, on the uh, interwebs. And today we have... Elliot and Larissa Nelson all the way where are you guys at Raleigh North Carolina in North Carolina come on and raise it the greatest city of all time Raleigh Raleigh Raleigh, the greatest city of all time I'm a Raleigh boy though so I'm about to say you have to be born and raised there to believe that (laughs) I have nothing against Raleigh I just haven't heard anybody who wasn't from Raleigh say that greatest city of the world tell us why for a reason it's number, number one. Oh, is this like a statistics ranking that you've a uh, best city been, in the world ranking you pull? Yeah. So there, there's been a lot of different reports that have come up, like number one for African American business, small business. Number one. For oh, this is quantifiable. That's You're not I'm just saying. saying this. He's read a list. You yeah. can Google it. You it's it's it. it's a Googleifiable fact. It's a Googleifiable mm-hmm. fact. Yep, that's it. Did I make that up? That's it. Googleifiable fact. Googleifiable fact. <laughs> yes, you yeah, did. Yeah. Um, okay, before yeah. we get started, I need you to turn profile because do I see an earring? Elliot? Oh, oh. oh yes, yes, yeah. I did. I did see an earring. Yeah. Okay, all right. We see yeah. the things. I said, is that a pearl that I see? Hold on a second. Now, the, to be honest, I made him get that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so all of my life, and you asked about the, and earlier, you asked about the PK thing. Like, my dad was not a pastor or a preacher. Okay. By, but but in the house, obviously, he is a preacher. So I, I consider myself a low-key PK. Okay. You have very um, pastoral preacher voice. I low-key thought you were in we ministry. Go. Are you in Here ministry? This is... The, We'll talk about this later. No, on. now is the like time. Goes, you know, as God has has moved. <laughs> Listen, the okay. Well, let's start area. from the beginning because I actually yeah. watch your well as much as y'all shared online. Your the love story unfold on social media. So tell us. I'll tell you from my perspective. It seemed to have gone from met boyfriend girlfriend fiance married quick. Yes. Okay. And then <laughs> it was like baby boom, and I was like yeah. wait. Then second baby, boom. Exactly second baby was a little bit longer. I felt like I bre- I, t- I caught my breath. Yeah, we took a breath. Yeah, I took our breath. And then, yeah. yeah. So t- <laughs> walk us longer. through. Yeah, because I was following on last said, Now, wait a minute. All I did was one swipe. How we get here? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> so talk to us about your love story. How did you guys meet? Uh, what that process of dating was like, the marriage thing. And then if you would, because we're churchy as well, and I think this is the component that I'm most interested in and see how much overlap there is, the component of being churchy and, um, if I can say, saving yourself um, and getting married and all of that. All right. So I met this beautiful woman. 
on Twitter. Oh, on Twitter. We met on Twitter. So interesting. Uh, to make a make a long story long. Um, <laughs> yes, because we love details over here, Elliot. Okay. So so in my life specifically, like I had moved to Atlanta back in like 2017 or something like that in October. I was a rally uh, in the city. Yeah. <laughs> he left. I mean, I'm just he saying. Left. Why would if you it was the more city, city, why are you leaving? Well, and, and that's a wild story in and of itself. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I said, long story long. <laughs> so I moved to Atlanta, and this is where it kind of kicks in that, you know, I moved for a month, so it was like a staycation. Um, when I came back, I like wrecked my life in Atlanta. So I thought that the Lord was telling me to go over there. That was not the case. <laughs> it's probably like, like everybody else who goes to Atlanta, it's probably not really but it's okay um, <laughs> at least you know now Ellie. at least you know that yeah, yeah yeah so you know i went on with the expectation that that's where i was going to you know begin my life i moved back here and that's when things got a little weird for me um because mm. i'd never really had like god in my relationship life before like, meaning a personal things. relationship with god well no also just like having like the lord like just be in my dating relationship oh, I see. like like figuring it out on that side of things and so just weird things started to happen. I saw her on Facebook one time, didn't even know that we were friends on Facebook. Um, and I immediately was like, wow, she's fine. I don't have a job though. So therefore <laughs> I'm not going to shoot this shot at all. So I remember telling God, like, I'm not doing any type of dating, any type of shooting a shot until I get a job. Super Bowl uh, 2018, that's when the Philadelphia Eagles were beating up on the Patriots. Okay. I remember like it's yesterday. Philly special. <laughs> <laughs> and um pretty much like on twitter i just got this notification that larissa messaged you and i was like oh you dropped into I, the dms larissa so i looked and i was like why is this girl messaging me or whatever it was and i just looked at her profile maybe like two days ago so i thought that was super weird but i already had kept my like yo i'm not dating nobody so i get a job so we just kind of talked. The first message she said was, hey, I always thought you were fine. Shut up. Okay, did bye. you really say that? I did. I did. So I saw him on my timeline. <laughs> when women slide, they don't. Y'all don't even leave nothing to check. I like the way your face goes in my eyes. When my brain, <laughs> when my brain turns the image upside down, I like what I see in my eyes. <laughs> and I didn't even know, know we followed each other. And so I saw him on my timeline. I was like, who? This chocolate brother who I ain't never seen on my timeline, but we follow each other. Yeah. And so something was like, let me, let me just shoot my shot and see where it goes. Yeah. So we, yeah. I, I won the championship. <laughs> <laughs> I won the championship. <laughs> yeah. So she ended up messaging me and I kind of looked up and was like, Lord, is that you? Like, what is, what is going on? And then the next day I got a job offer. Shut up. Um, literally the next day. And so oh that's God. when I was like, all right, this is too good to be true. Okay. If I'm going to date somebody, I need a car. Because I was driving my, my dad's Dodge Stratus, like 2000. The door was all cranky and everything like that. I said, I'm, just not, I'm not going to put nobody in this car. Uh, and so I said, yo, like, I need a car to just, just even things out a little bit. And then two weeks later, I got a car. And so <laughs> that's when I kind of realized that, okay, the Lord is kind of doing something with my dating relationship now. And we started getting close. We started, you know, talking a little bit. We were long distance. She was long in Indianapolis. Distance, by the way. That's where I'm from, Indianapolis. Yeah, she's from Indianapolis. I'm, you know, here in Raleigh. We just talking, just shooting it. And one day I just started developing feelings for her, like really quick, probably quicker than I could ever like 
imagine to the point that it kind of scared me a little bit. Uh, and so I kind of asked, like, you know, some of my homies, like, yo, like, kind of like this girl. We've only been talking for like a month. I was just I about know, to ask you the timeline. Are you serious? It's only been a month? Yeah, yeah it was only, it was, been, it was it only, was a, only month. a month. It was only a month till we started kind of falling, falling for each other. We hadn't seen each other in person at that time. Um, and then after that, that's what, February, March, April, we didn't see each other till May. I flew her out here. She got flewed out. Hey! <laughs> All expenses is paid for. <laughs> yeah, so I flew her out. And uh, that very first weekend, I just knew that she was in my life. Um, and that was a whole dramatic, that Tyler Perry couldn't write a better script. That was the most magical weekend of Aww. my life. But, like, it's literally one of those love stories that you see in a movie or like hear in a yeah. storybook. We saw each other for the first time. We it was literally like love at first sight, and yeah. I think we had already been in love with each other at that point through FaceTime and just you know having those conversations, getting to know each other. Yeah. But when we actually saw each other for the first time, I was like, "This is it was a wrap. This is it. Yeah, it and was like, a wrap. It, it was just it was incredible. Yeah. So after that, we were doing the long distance thing up until November of 2018. And that's when he moved to Indiana because we knew that we wanted to be each other with each other. And uh, I'll let you tell the rest. You moved to Indiana? Yeah. That's love. (laughs) I know. Boy, you bought a ticket to Indiana, said I'm going to live up in here. Listen, listen. Like, and I just remember, like, when actually, even before then, I had a good paying job and then out of nowhere, I got laid off. And so I was like, well, there's nothing else to do. Like, I'm trying to find my way. The doors aren't opening here in Raleigh at the moment for jobs. And so yeah, I had. <laughs> He's going to bring it up as anytime he can. Okay? I know. I know. I so, we working out. No, no, we, <laughs> we had a conversation. I actually had went to Indianapolis for about a week or so. Um, and I remember us just having a conversation like, yo, we got to choose what we're going to do. Mm. Um, and so she felt like, well, not she felt like, justified that, uh, that, we should start in Indianapolis. And in my mind, obviously, because I am a Raleigh boy <laughs> who only knows warm weather uh, for the most part of the year, said, I don't know how this is going to work. Right. We're we going to try to uh, make this work. And so she flew out here, got in the car with me, and drove all the way back to Indianapolis wow. with me, with all of my stuff and everything. And um, yeah, by, by that time, I think the very first weekend, it was like five degrees. I was like, I'm ready. Woo! Oh yeah, <laughs> he um, loved so, you. Yes. Yeah, I, I love. I still, I love this girl. <laughs> I would do it all over again, but I probably tell her to come to Raleigh. Let's <laughs> just, just think about it. Um, but yeah, that was that was November, and then I was working at FedEx, just trying to you know get my feet on the ground. And I remember the Lord saying, "It's time, it's time to to go or something like that." And I said, "Time to go where? I'm waiting on the job from you, buddy." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's not my that's not my issue. It's like, no, it's time to get married. And at that time, we weren't going to get married to the first quarter of 2019. Okay. It was like November, December, and I started feeling this way. And I was like, babe, I think the Lord wants us to do this like now. And she was like, hold up. <laughs> like, you've yeah. only been here for a month. Like, you know, we like at that time, I was living in her parents' basement too. So, mm-hmm. That's the whole thing in and of itself as well. <laughs> Straighten up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so I was living in, in our parents' basement as well. And then um, after that, I just felt like, you know, it just kept coming up. Like, people would call me and like, yo, like, what if you just get married out of nowhere? And I was like, 
I don't know if you're reading my mind or what, what that is, but I'm just going to continue with this. And so we kind of got some counsel for it. And then I started planning it. A lot of people thought it was going to be on Christmas day. It didn't happen that way because obviously that is too predictable. Yeah. Um, and so I kind of, she kind of was in on it a little bit, but she still didn't know how things was going to happen. And so December 28th, um, our Bishop at the time, Oh, he's still our Bishop in, in, in many sense of the ways because he's still close to us. But he, I reached out to him and said, hey, you know, we're just trying to go ahead and get married. And he said, do marriage counseling ASAP, but let's go ahead and do it. And so I had him come up to the restaurant that we were going to be at. And I asked for a hand in marriage that day, no, no, that night. And then two minutes later, we got married. So, yes, that's what I remember. Two minutes too. later? Literally two minutes later. Like, one second, two seconds, 120. Yeah. Like this in this... December 28th is when we got engaged. December 28th is when we got married. Yeah. And literally five minutes later. So, so how did you have it planned? Like, okay, yeah, go ahead. All of this was in a time span of what, 10 months? Everything yeah, happening? Because yep, we met in February, we got married in December. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, so, there were, so in the planning process, I knew that she started getting antsy a little bit. And she's not going to, you know, Admit to what, but she kept I started saying, getting Nancy because he was living in my basement. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to do this. We're going to do it right. Tell yeah. the truth. Yeah. Shame the devil. Yeah. So um, she she got antsy a little bit, and I kept saying, like, yo, like, I don't know what I'm doing. I got this. I know what I'm supposed to do. I got with her sisters. I said, hey, like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go to Eagles Nest in Indianapolis. Um, I need everybody there. Actually, like make sure that everybody is like ready to go. Make sure she don't know, but she kind of still knew. She bought a whole white jumpsuit. Shut up. So she kind of knew, knew. <laughs> yeah. what was going on. That might and... be just just in case jumpsuit. Yeah. Uh, it was. <laughs> just in case something jump off. You could need. <laughs> you could use it for a myriad of reasons. Yeah, that's the next thing I was gonna say. I kept saying to everybody, do not say a. Uh, and they didn't say nothing, but they, they, they gave don't too know many how hints. Uh, they gave too many hints. So they already knew, but she didn't know. I told her we were going to a Pacers game. Um, and she was like, I don't want to do that. I said, well, that's what we got. <laughs> like, And we didn't go to a Pacers game that day, but you know, I was trying to make it so there was still some element of surprise. Yeah. yeah. We got downstairs, and her family was there, and I had her, you know, gave my little spill, and that was that. Yeah, that was pretty much it. And we had went to the courthouse to get our marriage license and everything. So we like we knew that was coming. She knew it was coming. She just didn't know like all the intricate details of how it was going to happen. Oh, and you cannot guess proposal and marriage in the same night. Even if you, even if y'all knew y'all was getting married, ain't nobody gonna be like, "Oh, will you marry me?" Yes. Also, two minutes from now, and now the procession (laughs) was happening. (laughs) That's something off a movie. Yeah, it is. Maybe a lifetime movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Okay, so at this point, we are in uh, 2018. You said the end of 2018. So at right now, you guys have been married for basically five years. Is that math? Math? It will will be five years. Five years in in December. December. Five years in December. Okay, so really, you guys have been married for about 15 years because you guys went through the pandemic together. Yes. Yeah, you gotta have that exponential. You gotta ask that that pandemic is exponential coefficient. Yes. Yeah. Each yeah. year on the panty was three. Yeah. Oh no, that's five. That's how you got to fifteen. That's how I got to fifteen. The toddler plus the baby. That's what that two thousand twenty was five years. Twenty one was right. another five. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I have been saying that marriage is a process of of self discovery, 
And um, in as much as you are kind of self-discovering yourself, your partner is also, while they are self-discovering, you are self-discovering each other at the same time. So tell me about, first of all, how old were you guys when you got married? I was 28. 28? I was 25. Okay, 25. So you're not old. I mean, you're not young, but you're not old either. 28 is a good 25. That's a good, 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 clean age. Good, 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 solid age. You're respectable. But also, you're you're also 28, though. So, again, you're not old, you're not young, but you've lived. You know, you have a way of doing things. So tell me about this process of living together, becoming parents together, coupling that with the whole pandemic like tell us about that what you have learned in this journey that you can share with our audience about marriage and everything you guys have gone through in these you know close to five years i will say for lack of a better term i learned that marriage be hard <laughs> you know what someone should write a book about this. somebody should write a book i feel make like you might, you might you might make that list you might make that list you know what's so funny is um i i i am intentionally not offended when people say marriage is not hard and the reason why is because i think there could be a sentiment around what i'm saying that mm-hmm. that lands on people you know negatively yes and i think at the end of the day marriage the reason marriage can be hard is exactly what i said and this is a small example I just gave in another episode. When Kevin and I, we got married even younger than you guys. We were 21, 20 and 21 yeah. years old, okay? Neither one of us liked avocado at that time. I love avocado now. Love I, it. Avocado on some toast? Oh, my goodness. I went from liking it to hey, I'm I, okay with it. I didn't like it either until I got married. Literally, like, there's so many things Your that Your taste change. buds literally. I, is it every seven, seven years? years? Your taste buds change. You can develop. I didn't have allergies. Allergies. Then I had a full hairline. That's gone. So I went from avocado. Salmon I hated. Yep. I hated spicy food. Now I eat all those things and no hairline. Still same woman. <laughs> yes. And I think in going through, again, we're being funny because we're just talking about food, but it is an example of like the things that call, like you change over time. So tell us about that. Like how has, and I don't mean this in a way of like, tell us all the negative things about marriage because marriage is beautiful. You know what I mean? Yeah, I want to say something right before you answer that. I want to say something about marriage be hard. I want to take a quick break from the show to let you know this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, it's so easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you and never take a moment to think about your own self. What do you need from yourself? sell. When we spend all of our time giving, it can leave us feeling stretched thin and burned out. Therapy can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. Listen, therapy has helped me to do just that. I give a lot as a husband, a father, a friend, a brother, an employer, a son, a grandson. There's a lot of people that I got to help financially, emotionally, physically, And sometimes I got nothing left for old Kev. And you cannot give from a place of emptiness. So therapy has helped me to prioritize my own self. And that means sometimes I just got to do the proper things, make sure I'm still good. And that's all we're trying to tell you to do with BetterHelp. Listen, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge, all right? Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash MBH today to get 10% off your first month. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P. Once again, H-E-L-P 
com slash mbh and now back to the show anything of value that is important to you is hard to maintain if you, you work wanna, for it you work for it if you want to be a, in great physical shape it's hard to eat yeah. right consistently work out get enough rest drink enough water maintaining your hair you got to drink the right things wrap your hair up at night you know how many women black women fall asleep and and they I can mean, never I mean. get fully sleep good if they haven't wrapped their hair. They're mm-hmm. like, I know, and in my sleep, I got to get up and wrap this hair. I'm gonna pay yeah. for it tomorrow. So we're not saying hard in the sense of like it's all doom and gloom. We're right. just saying it's gonna take some work to maintain that sacrifice. Friendships, parenting, Everything. parenting your parents, navigating those boundaries when your parents are like, now nah, I'm gonna tell y'all to sit down now because I didn't had enough out of y'all, and yeah. I, and then you got. So we don't mean to say you we're not talking about abuse, disrespecting your spouse. We are just talking about the the act of constantly maintaining a healthy relationship is yeah. hard. That's all. Now, and I always say hard. you everything in life is hard. You have to literally choose your hard. Come on. So you whatever talk about your hard it is going to be, you just got to choose it. If you if you're going to be single, that's hard. Yeah. Very that's hard. Shirtless know what i mean yeah. yes okay so tell us yeah. yes so tell us about these five years oh my so it's it's crazy that you ask that because i have been discovering i was it this morning that i just told, it was yesterday when i asked mm-hmm. you for a hug yeah i was I, I started feeling discouraged because i said to myself I did not realize how much was wrong with me. I didn't realize. All did you of the start a therapy? I she has a because that'll be the one where you be like, "Oh yes! my god, oh my god!" I didn't realize how many issues I had until I got married and started having children. And so, the older I get, or the deeper I get into our marriage or motherhood, the more of those character flaws I discover about myself. So recently it's been, so I got diagnosed with ADHD in college. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Back then I just kind of brushed it off and, you know, kept moving on with my life. But this thing, me having ADHD and being a highly sensitive person really didn't come out until I got married. And I didn't even have language for it until like recently. And so here I am like trying to figure out why I'm getting so triggered on a daily basis and why noise bothers me so much and why him doing all of these little itty bitty things irk me so bad. And I'm like, it's, it's because of this, 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 and this and marriage and motherhood has been pulling all of that stuff out. Of yeah. Me. Mm-hmm. And I, it, it, it is the most excruciating thing to just kind of like look yourself in the mirror and having to, stare down this list of all of these things that are wrong with you because of these people who I live with every single day. Mm. So that's kind of what I've been journeying through lately. <laughs> Not lately, pretty much these whole pretty... daggone five years of marriage. And it is. Oh my gosh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And I think the hardest thing for me is actually having to navigate this new stuff that is coming about, like understanding now my I understood my wife when dating. I understood her first year of marriage, but then second second year, third year, fourth year, fifth year, it's like I'm married to the same woman, but I'm married to the same woman with different 
complexity about her. Come on, say it so again. Trying, <laughs> so trying to figure it out on the fly sometimes is hard. Trying and you know, and anybody who like knows me knows I'm quick to call one of my brothers uh, who who's equally a husband too, who might be dealing with the same thing. Like, hey, like, how do I navigate this while also trying to navigate myself? Right. I got things that I'm I'm trying to change, things that are inside of me. We talked about ministry. I had no idea that I had all this other stuff that was going on inside of me from a gift perspective. Mm-hmm. So now I have to also navigate that as well. And oh, top it off that I didn't know toddlerhood would be such a crazy Oh, they're terrorists at this age. Oh my god. Oh, they're terrorists. How old are your kids right now? Literally in the trenches. She's three and a half. Three. Have a three and a half. She whooping y'all butt, boy. I wish I could catch y'all. That y'all both lean forward. She she been killing y'all. And a three month old. <laughs> that that <laughs> exasperation. Listen, y'all. She been winning. Like I know my the, the war might not be over, but she got about six battles in a row. We got to retreat. We got to look at the paperwork. <laughs> she been victorious this week alone. This week alone. Like I just yeah yeah. yeah. That's, that, is... that head scratch ain't, ain't nothing itching. You looking for answers. You searching for answers up there. I know that because we've been there. We've been there. We looked at each other. Look. Where this baby came from? With this your side of the family. We don't know nobody on my side of the family that act like this. What are you saying? Nothing itching. You looking for answers. It's so funny. Oh, man. Oh I know legit. I am looking for answers <laughs> almost every day. <laughs> like we talked, we had this conversation yesterday. Larissa told me to read a book. I said, "How me reading a book is not going to help this situation right now? It's really not going to help." Like I just don't, I, I don't get it. But I remember <laughs> our son. I, I I had an idea of what parenting was, and I had a idea of what I thought other parents were. And you just ain't raising your kid bad. When I had my own kids, I said, "Boy, you didn't know nothing you was talking about. Yeah. You should have hushed, yeah. because you, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to get this one to stop crying. He won't listen, and you can't even threaten him with whooping. That's all I had. No. <laughs> Why exactly. it's not working at this age? They are, they don't care. That boy said, "Whoop no. me, and I still ain't going to bed. Yes. Now what's next? I literally don't care <laughs> about your belt or your attitude. Like, get away from me. I remember the time we told that oh, if you don't do it, you're gonna go to bed hungry. He was like, "I'll go to bed. I'll we go to bed like, hungry." <laughs> Okay. Oh, is this a consequence? I'm confused. I don't understand why this stuff it, it worked for me. Yes, but I'm gonna give you guys some encouragement right now. You said she's three and a half. Y'all almost out. Almost done. That's yeah, what I keep gone. hearing. But then also on the flip side, they say four is even worse because they get mouthier. Yes, but that's true. But once she hits uh school age. And she gets that structure from her, from the teacher, and what it she'll be, she'll be a different person. You'll like her again. You'll like her. I know you love her, but you'll I like her. Right around five. Right around five. That's when they. My niece. How old is Kenny? Six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kenny is six. She's my favorite little person on earth right now. She yeah. be talking. Have I have a good time with her? Uh, my little bitty niece. I love that little baby though. Don't get me wrong. She's two, but she is a terrorist. Mm. She is a terrorist. Yeah, yeah, you should you should see mine trying to leave church. <laughs> she loved church so bad that like she want to sleep over and have a whole breakdown. Lo- love you. I know you're not gonna see this, but love you, Laura. I really do. I really, really do. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so let's go back. So you are married. So three. Oh my goodness. 
Mm-hmm. That means you had her at the beginning of the pandemic. Right. Do you want to hear the story? Yes. Oh, that's why. Them pandemic. They say them pandemic children different. Them pandemic children. And and you're newly married. Mm. Yeah, we got pregnant three months after we got married. So the plan was. (laughs) Tell us what the plan was. (laughs) The plan was to wait about a year or two to start having children. But I wanted to come off of birth control because it was killing my sex drive. And I was like, I'm newly married. Like, gotta go my doctor at the time told me that it takes what six to she said a year and a year and some change yeah to, a, to a year a year and a half to conceive after you come off of birth control oh girl we said cool i, Bet. I got pregnant two weeks God. after she told us that that's when your baby started working. She said, "Let me tell you, I'm mess up. The first thing I'm gonna mess up is this." Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't even. I'm actually surprised that we're even talking about this again because I'm thinking about the toddler running around now <laughs> and and, and doing all this stuff, and she came in and disrupted our honeymoon phase. Wow. Um, but no. So yeah, we had her three months into it, um, and very much a surprise. I came home from work and she was like, babe, I got something to tell you. And I was like, I don't like, I personally do not like when someone says we need to talk or I got something to tell you. Just come out with it. Just come on out. (laughs) Send me a text message. You know, I'm at work. You you got all this stuff planned out. And literally I opened up a bag and there was a pregnancy test. I said, you got to be joking. (laughs) I know you lying. I know we just moved into our nice little apartment. Aww. We just, we having a good old time. We haven't even had a honeymoon. Man. Still to this day. Still to this day. To this yeah. day? We ain't been nowhere because of these kids. Because of these kids. And the pandemic kind of shut y'all down too. I'm and like, the yeah. pandemic. Yeah, the combination of the pandemic shut y'all down too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we had her, um, we got pregnant and then in the 2019, December 2019, a week before our anniversary, she was born. Um, and then that's when we ran into the pandemic. And at that time, like, I don't, I don't know. I, what was I doing? I was delivering packages for Amazon because pan, the pandemic shut everything down. Yeah. But that was a trial of time in and of itself and trying to figure out and navigate that as well. On top of my wife saying she wants to relocate. Um, oh, <laughs> this is where you moved. This is where we moved back to the, back the to Raleigh. city. Back to Raleigh. y'all <laughs> moved in the... The pandemic, you, you mean the quarantine part of it? I think, I think I there think were, I think it was like halfway quarantine, halfway you can get out the house a little bit, but bring your butt back home. Yeah, because okay. we moved in October of 2020. Okay. Yeah. October. And oh, that's yeah, when we moving still... was, uh, yeah, we still was in. And moving was was crazy expensive at this time as well. Yeah. Everybody yeah, was not... moving. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought you were saying it was expensive. Yeah. It, was. Oh. It yeah. Was expensive. Moving was way expensive because oh, everybody, because was, everybody was relocating. Got it. So I you, you was like, yeah, man, boxes is a thousand now. Yeah, People yeah. Was like, what? Y'all ain't never done this. Got it. Got it. Got yeah. it. Ain't no trucks. Yeah. Yeah. And then we're moving also cross country. Too, yeah. That's so. a pretty. That's we're a pretty uh, big a distance. Move. Oh yeah. That's a, yeah. 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 So yeah, we did that, and then after that, like we were kind of smooth sailing, and so in the in the midst of like the past five years, it's literally have been like go 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 figure it out on the fly type of thing. I don't think we really had time to kind of settle down and really sit and like figure out like what 
really is going on in our lives. Yeah, you guys have had a lot of transitions in five years. Yeah, we were just thrown into the timeline just moving so fast. And we didn't really have time to just slow down, take a break, catch our breath until... What was it last year? The beginning of last year is beginning, when we kind of yeah. started, things started slowing down. And then I got pregnant again. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> y'all got y'all life on, on, on all Madden. I mean, <laughs> y'all not doing it. And we wasn't even trying. Now that that's it. Y'all was yeah. doing something. Yes, yes, you were. <laughs> I mean, we were doing something. You weren't trying obviously. not to. Correct. Correct. <laughs> And so oh, now, no. <laughs> <laughs> what you tell you, uh, I, I, don't I don't know how PG we can be, but you I mean, ain't got to be PG. We were, <laughs> we, we were trying to avoid it as much as possible using different avenues. Oh, as much yeah. as possible. You done pulled out a little bit too late. <laughs> Just a little bit too late. Got to be quicker than that. Got to be quicker <laughs> than that. Okay, so tell me your girls' names. Elora and Elena. Elora and Elena. Oh, okay. Beautiful names. Yes. So Elena is three months. Yes. Okay. So you are three months now post um, all the craziness that has been the last five years. Are you guys taking the time now to rekindle, edify, solidify, strengthen the bond that is the two of you in this season? So I want. Don't lie. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I'm also gonna, gonna tell some sort of the truth. So I think we, <laughs> I think you got a position. I think right. we really, I think we realized that we needed to do that, and yes. so we're working on it. Yes. Not saying that we have been, but we are working on it daily. It is definitely a big fight because obviously a three month old has another demand. Yeah. Um, not everybody can watch the three month old. Yeah. Not everybody ain't able to watch the three month old. Listen, that baby is cute on Instagram. <laughs> that's it. But yeah, in my house, it. it's totally, it'd be different when you got the three month old. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Um, so, yeah, we, we are working on it. We are definitely, like, we just had the conversation of, you know, doing date nights a lot more than we have been. I think even prior to, we were actually starting it before we got pregnant again that we were going out on dates every Saturday almost and <clears throat> doing the things. I think that was really a great time. But I think once we got pregnant, she got super sick. That kind of derailed a whole lot of stuff. So yeah. you we, know, go ahead, say your full time, sorry. No, yeah, like I said, we we are definitely working on it and trying to trying our best to work on it. So, yeah. You know, as a as a um, a woman that's been now almost married for 20 years, okay? Well, we're approaching 19 years. In like three weeks, four weeks. Yes, in just a few weeks. So we have, we've been through, we haven't done the moves that you've done, but we've been through a lot of transition. And one of the things we actually talk about in the book, and I can just offer just as like my own piece of like words of wisdom, is that transition, I said this in the book, but transition in general is a very fragile time when you think about the transition of power from president to president in the united states the reason why we ensure that that is a peaceful transfer of power is because when it is not that's why donald trump was so dangerous the capital storm was during that time that transition this entire country could crumble 
because that transition didn't happen smoothly. Yeah. And when you think about, you know, I'm thinking right now actually about like an earthquake when the, the tectonic planks are moving, it causes chaos. It causes yeah. ruckus. When you think about the last five years of your relationship, it's been a lot of transition, very fragile times. And so you have to be really sure that just like in L.A., these buildings are made for earthquakes because we know that listen chaos is going to happen okay transition is going to happen a shake is going to happen so you have to build buildings that are um, structurally sound to sustain that shake and so we're going to reinforce I don't know the reels but you understand we're going to reinforce corners we're going to ensure that the foundation is solid we're going to ensure that once the shake comes the building can still stand and so my encouragement <coughs> is don't let these five uh, years be such a transition for you guys, such a shake that your foundation breaks. Yeah. Find each other again. Find the girl yeah. that dropped in the DMs and said, hey, my dude, you kind of fine. Yeah. Straight like that. Straight like that. And, and so also give you guys, you give yourself grace. Yes. That of what you've endured, like the pandemic, especially the quarantine part of it unprecedented stress 100 years mm. before anything like this happened literally 100 yes. the roaring 20s yeah. was a result of the, Absolute, the 1918 the flu pandemic uh flu and so you guys like we joked about the five years is 15 years you guys have had a lot tremendous pressure that yeah. a move or two moves right essentially it is i mean there's two back. there's a move there's a move as in cross state uh-huh. But then almost every year we move like a different apartment, yeah. apartment, mm -hmm. house, house, apartment. Either one of those are frustrating. The birth of a, the, the, the wedding and the birth of a child, the birth of another child. Like yeah. those are hard even without the other things or without a pandemic. You guys literally had all of them. So give yourself some grace that you guys are still married, still parenting because many marriages failed Listen. under these circumstances. People couldn't find each other to Melissa's point. They just <clears> were like, all right, I, I, I'm not doing this anymore. So I really commend you guys because we, listen, we struggled during the first part of that pandemic and we didn't move across we country. We did move, but not, not across yeah, country. Yeah, not across country. Uh, but we didn't have no new kids, no new jobs, and it was tough. So I commend y'all on on still sitting in front of us today with that three-year-old yeah. too. That's probably- Man, because listen, no, you add like a three-month, I mean, a, yeah, three-month-old and a three-and-a-half-year-old, girl. I know. You yeah. be it like, throw these like kids that. in the garbage, would you say? It almost was not like that. There's been plenty of times when I just wanted to be like, I, I can't do this anymore because it's been so hard. I personally, by nature, do not like hard things. Come on. Mm. I don't like transition. I don't like change. I don't, I, I literally stayed in my room my entire life up until the point that I got married. Mm. And so transition, change, all of those things just, make me feel so uncomfortable to the point where I just, I be wanting to run away. And I tell him all the time, I'm, I'm about to, and Listen. there's been times when I've been very serious about that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think it was what, last, last year or the, the year before, because I, I wrote that marriage post on an anniversary last year. I think it was a year before that, but we, we really almost didn't make it. It was to the point where we were just, we, kind of couldn't figure our way because things just started getting so foggy. But like you said, I tried to go back to that foundation and I, I feel like our foundation is friendship. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like when I shot my shot in the DMs, I didn't really have an agenda to 
fall in love with him or pursue a romantic relationship. I just wanted a genuine friendship mm-hmm. as I started getting to know him. And so every time I go back to that foundation, it kind of just grounds me. That is so good, Larissa. Friendship. And the other thing is um, recognizing y'all ain't the same person either. So there is some self-discovery yeah. again, or rediscovering of one another. Like it's only been five years, but also it's been five years. So like really like let's go out on the first date again and get to know me again because like you said Larissa you've gotten to know yourself differently because one thing marriage is going to do one thing parenthood is going to do is put up a mirror to you (laughs) that'd be the hard part you'd be like first of all I thought this I told Kevin listen you'd be like yeah so i like to solve problems with very open communication and i don't like to go to bed angry and i just like for us to work it out and then in real life you'd be like i'm so angry that i'm going to either fight you or i have to walk out the door those are my two options there's no communicating i'm going to punch you or i have to leave yeah (laughs) and uh, how many times have we been there listen Yes, so you say yeah. one thing, you think you're away, and then in reality, we were just watching um, The Ultimatum, mm-hmm. and one of the ladies on there, and actually, I think I just misgendered her. Yeah, one of the people. One of the people <laughs> on there, when I tell you this woman shuts down and runs away, Bruh. when I tell you this woman shuts down and runs away <clears throat> from conflict, like nobody's business, but a lot of us are like that. We say one thing out of our mouth, like this is who we are, this is what we think, da 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 da, and then you show up completely different, yeah, and, and you don't yeah. know that and until exactly, you're in exactly, yeah. exactly. I bet you that that person you're talking exactly. about doesn't even recognize that that's how they respond, because that's just second nature to just them. you, right? Yeah. You, you know, you're a sh- shutter downer, or you're a lever, or you lean in, or you get frustrated. But when you watch that pursuer. on TV, pursuer. Then you're like, oh man! Every time that I mean that person, she I mean, be like, unplug right. every, turn well, off the lights. I mean, just <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what I'm not gonna do. Listen to this, right? So, okay. uh, and that's the thing that marriage really brings to the forefront because the whole point is you can't run away, you can't leave. So right. you really got to sit there and look at it and like, okay, <laughs> how do I assess this? And I'm laughing because <laughs> I am Mister. You, where you gonna go? <laughs> Especially during the quarantine. Where are you going? So you can you can be mad. I know you mad. I know you. She'll she'll quickly text me. I'm leaving. I'm about to buy a plane ticket right now. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Finna go from Raleigh to Durham. I'm going to Durham and leave me low. Listen, we gonna be in Fayetteville in a couple weeks, girl. Just go and come to Fayetteville so I can send your run right on back to Raleigh. That's it, girl. What you doing here? Okay, we can go get some ice cream and I'm gonna send you back to Elliot, okay? (laughs) And that's all I be needing, though. I get it. Really, if I, I, and he says it all the time, you're gonna miss us. And I I will, because this is my new norm now. You know, I I love being married and having my children. I love this life that we created, but it is hard. Absolutely. Every single day is hard. You know what I want? You just reminded me. I remember. I had a job at Bank of America and my opinion of that job changed dramatically just with the manager that I had, right? This is just the manager. The previous manager, she was like, you guys do your sales goals. I ain't tripping. We're supposed to work 40 hours a week. Y'all be killing it. You work 32. Saturday, supposed to work from uh, 
uh, nine to two or nine to three, but y'all killing it will be 10 to one. New manager came and all she did was stick to the rules of the actual job. I'm talking about, I hate this job now. <laughs> I hate everything about it. We used to be able to have a full day off on Sunday and Tuesday. Now I got to work half days on Tuesday and Saturday. I only get one day off the day the banks close. I used to be able to leave at 105 on Saturday. Now I got to stay till three o'clock and make sales calls. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody want to be taking no sales call on a Saturday right. afternoon. Boy, these people is cussing me out every day. Sure right. And that's just one person at the job yeah. changed my entire yeah. outlook. And I only had to be there during working hours. Melissa was mentioning it earlier. And, and uh, so were you, um, you guys, the person, you know, you, they look the same, but they act different. So you got a new manager in the same body as the old one. They used to not be tripping. Now you tripping. What am I supposed to do with this information? (laughs) And now you're telling me I can't buy a plane ticket and leave? Fuck. Because I quit that Bank of America. I said, (laughs) let me tell you what I don't do. Work here. <laughs> it's not so easy to quit that no. that marriage. No, yeah. no. I love it. So okay, so let me uh hand it back to you because you know they're gonna be in the comments fussing us out. Tell us what are your takeaways thus far. I I, I did want to encourage y'all. I did want to encourage y'all because y'all are newly married and we haven't had very many uh newly married uh couples on here and you guys are in the thick of it. Uh you are in the thick of it, but I mean I know it sounds like you guys have a great community around you. But y'all you you can make it. You know what I mean? Like that's the yeah. advice. Marriage be hard doesn't have to be an encouragement as much as it can feel relatable and it can make you feel seen. I think that's what it is. So you don't go around thinking everyone else's marriages aren't hard. Everyone else's marriages are so easy and they must have it all figured out and look at us here struggling. We must be doing something wrong. We must not go together. I must have married wrong because why is this so hard? Let me tell you something. 20 years, I married the right man. Sometimes it'd be hard. Sometimes it'd be hard. And that's okay to say and still tomorrow get up and commit to the same man. Okay, so tell us. I know I'm talking too much. Y'all can get me in the comments. It's fine. Tell us. (laughs) What are your key takeaways in the last five years? You don't have to do, you know, two, three, four, <clears throat> five, but just, you know, if you guys want to bounce off each other. Um, I think the biggest takeaway for me is to consistently give grace. Love that. Um, I think the biggest thing, like when we first got married, the first thing I ever said was she needs my grace and not my wrath. Mm. Um, and sometimes I have to revert back to myself year five of saying that because she really does. Like what sense does it make for me to be, mad at you at a mistake probably even I'm, i might get a little bit mad at, at your words or what you say to me but at the end of the day like the grace it has to be there and it's needed because unfortunately or fortunately like grace helps us to be able to just calm down to settle and to be able to remember like what the bigger picture is okay. yeah, that's that's my big i actually wrote down something earlier today because i feel i feel like god checked me on it mm-hmm and I love it's actually one of the biggest things that I learned, but I didn't really realize it was a big thing until recently, but it's been just being able to give him the benefit of the doubt. Oh man. That's good. Larissa. <laughs> that's Talk good, about Larissa. it. No, Larissa. Seriously, because I, I have spent probably these past, four or five years, the whole time, actually, the duration of our marriage, 
not really giving him the benefit of the doubt and getting mad at small things or thinking that he's the enemy or thinking that he's out to get me or, you know, just thinking that he set this bottle here to to make me upset. And that's not the case. This mm-hmm. man is literally on my team. He's yes. for me. He's the, the, the number one person who's in my corner. And if nobody else in the world, he cares about me more than anybody else. That's he loves good. me more than anybody else. So why wouldn't I give him the benefit of the doubt? He's not out to get me. We're on the same team. Especially with that three-year-old running around calling me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> through parenthood, through the hardships, we are on the same team. So yeah. I should be able to give him the benefit of the doubt. The same grace that he gives me because he gives me grace, okay? <laughs> he's he's the most kind, patient man you'll ever meet in your life. And he's given me that consistently this whole time that we've been married. And so who am I to to not give him the benefit of the doubt, you know? So that's that's one of my biggest takeaways. And then also, I would say, watch how you say things. It's not exactly what you say, but how you say them, mm-hmm. your tone and the message in which you deliver it. Um, I was just listening to T.D. Jakes and his wife, Um, They just recently put a YouTube video up about marriage and relationships, and I was listening to it, and he was saying, and my dad has said this my entire life, men like respect. They require respect, and it's not not exactly what I say because I would never intentionally disrespect him, but disrespect can come in through your tone, Yeah, and that's that's one of the, the biggest things that I've learned as well. Praise the Lord. Come on. <laughs> Elliot said, Amen. I concur. Praise the Lord. All right. The Lord answers prayers. He does. Great. You know what? Good. And he does deal with us. Uh he deals with us in our silent moments. You know what I mean? You could be somebody could say something and for whatever reason you heard it different this time. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. it lands on you a little bit different. You heard it a little bit different. And so you can apply it in a way that maybe you weren't able to, you know, the gazillion times you've heard it before. We were, my sister and I were just having this conversation with um, about someone else. And she was like, yeah, she was listening to um, a book, actually. And the guy said, you know, da, 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 da. And she was telling me like I hadn't told her that 3000 times. Mm-hmm. And I was like. Yeah, she probably just heard it different that time. I don't know what to tell you, but for whatever reason, it was a rhema word when he said it, <laughs> and it just didn't land on her to say when you said it. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. So anyway, that does seem to be the truth. Listen to me. Larissa, yes. Elliot, yeah. the Nelsons. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. This was not only was it um, rich and encouraging, but I think it was it was probably one of the more relatable conversations we've had in a while, Mm -hmm. because, again, marriage do be hard. okay? and um, uh, the 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 pandemic was an added layer of stressors. And I and there there's a lot of marriages that crumbled out of uh, in the midst of that. And there were some marriages that made it through. But now we're maybe still patching wounds that kind of happened through there. And yeah. you can come out. Listen, wounds heal. Wounds heal. They yeah. heal. Thank you guys so very much. Tell the people Thank where you. they can find. I actually found Larissa first on the YouTube. You had like a was it an eyebrow tutorial that went viral? Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Okay, then. That's where I first found uh, Larissa. So tell the people 
where they can find you. Elliot don't really be on the socials that much. No, I, 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 I try to encourage him to get on, but he, he's. I don't have time because yeah. this three year old. Come on, come on. <laughs> no, but you can find me on YouTube. Um, you just search my name, Larissa Nelson. That's my channel name. And you can find me on Instagram at Larissa Nelson. And I am at Mother Wife on TikTok. I love that. Mother Wife. Mother wife. I love Mother that. Wife. Yeah. And then you can find me on Instagram, D. Elliot Nelson. And. If you want to follow any of my YouTube stuff, you'll find the link up there. Okay. Would you be posting on the YouTubes, uh, Elliot? So currently I've been big on like, I'm trying. So one, I'm trying to retire from corporate. I hope my boss don't see this. (laughs) But no, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like get out of corporate because I really, I, we were on parentally. I was on parentally for 12 weeks. Mm -hmm. So I just got back and I realized that my time is really, really, Um, especially with the girls growing up, especially with some of the things that the Lord has put inside of me, my giftings and things that my, our church, our current church is like, you know, talk to me about talking through. So I've been into like trading, trading Forex and things like that. Not Mm. the Forex that everybody else talk about because y'all be, y'all be trying to talk bad about other Forex traders. Yeah. I was trying to understand it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no, like trading, trading Forex and, you know, being a full-time trader and just being able to make, you know, money that way and also helping her with her business uh, and also building other like business ventures that, uh, you know, the vision that I have currently. So that's kind of the big thing. But um, right now you're going to see a bunch of charts and me talking about how, you know, I won this gold trade. A and bunch that's of it. Nerdy stuff. <laughs> a bunch of nerdy stuff. I see it. Yeah. Uh, well, we do have a podcast too. So Oh, tell us about this. Okay. New pod or podcast. It's it's called on air. On air. Oh, H E I R. Okay. Yeah, H E I R. So on air podcasts where we uh we only did one season, which was like four episodes. So okay. we've been trying to get back, but again, four episodes and marriage be hard and life be hard, so we haven't gotten back to it. Um, so yeah, we and we talk about just you know journey through marriage. Like we kind of felt like when we wanted to do a podcast that we didn't want to do like a completion, like here's all the advice I got for you instead of just talking through what we're navigating sure. through at the time. Um, and some of the also other things, like the rest of the things I'm the Joe Budden of the Christian sphere. <laughs> oh, she, she like, like likes to pick at me about things that uh, she knows I'm going to be irritated about. So I can fuss. On Cause he's, he, he likes pop culture stuff and things yeah. that are going on in the church. Well, he, he, he has a lot of good thoughts and I'm like, you need to share these thoughts with the world because the brothers need help. Yes. I, I don't have time because it's zero. Listen, <laughs> carve out time for yourself. Uh, yeah. So you can do the things that you, that are in your heart and in your mind. The last thing I was going to say is that, thank you. That's it. That's all. Make sure you guys follow um, the Nelsons on all of their social media, support them in any ways that you can. Thank you guys for your honesty, your vulnerability, your transparency. It's always greatly appreciated. And we will see. Thank you all, Kev. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.